They say it's fate when you run into someone three times. I see it as a big opportunity and the possible start of a new beginning for yours truly. Which is why I invited Jacob Ayer from KPBS and Speak City Heights to share his story and how he got to where he is today. Enjoy the show. beautiful people welcome back to catenation studios i am here with jacob air so jacob how are you doing well thanks for having me on yes and first of all jacob just share with us uh your lineup of work and what is it that you do exactly so i'm a reporter at uh, kpbs news here in san diego with the local affiliate for npr for those who aren't familiar um i am a reporter who mainly covers the area of city heights but that reach has kind of expanded. Now I'm covering uh, all communities kind of south of Interstate 8. So that might include Chula Vista, Mario Logan, National City, and Canto, all these different parts that make up uh, you know, San Diego. Yeah. And what was your involvement with KPBS? How did you get involved with that organization? <laughs> it's kind of an interesting story. So I'm originally, even though I grew up in San Diego, I'm originally from uh, Vancouver, Canada. So I was born there and I went up to study for university there where I got my undergrad degree. Coming out of school, it was honestly exactly in the beginning of the pandemic. And I had experience in the reporting and media world, but it was crazy just trying to get a job. I think I applied to like 75 different jobs because no one was hiring at the time. And KPBS was actually the only position that I applied to that was in my field that I heard back from. And I got lucky and I, I made it through to the final round and I eventually got that call. So yeah, <laughs> a bit of perseverance during dark times of those early days during the pandemic. Uh, same with me. Uh, that's kind of how this show began. Because uh, of the pandemic, I pretty much just saved all the unemployment checks and invested on this show. That's awesome. So you got set up with like all your sound equipment and, and all that. Exactly. Cool. Um, but for you, what, what made you want to go into the reporting news field? I think it kind of started back in high school because I, I worked at my um, high school newspaper, San Diego Academy. It's up in North County, it's in Encinitas. Okay. And I started doing kind of generic stuff where I would cover like different news things, sports I covered a lot of, um, some arts and culture. I even had like this funny food blog called uh, Two Dudes Eating Meat. It was satirical and it was supposed to be funny and it was cheeky. Um, 
but yeah, I think it's kind of started back in high school and then in university um, up in Vancouver, I kept pursuing it. I really got into um, sports radio and sports coverage. I had a radio show and then I did play-by-play broadcasting. So kind of snowballed from high school and then I solidified what I wanted to do in terms of just getting into like the reporting world. And um, it's hard to make it in just sports nowadays. So I think setting my foundation, honestly, as a reporter, and I'm, I'm so lucky and grateful that I was able to get a job in San Diego right away. It's a hard market to break into. So um, yeah, I, I, like I said, that story with KBBS applied to a bunch of jobs and ended up getting it. But I guess it was originally started with high school, then went on to university, and here I am now. I read uh, about you being a broadcaster in Vancouver where you did discuss sports and just share with us what that life was like. Yeah, the the show, we had like um, five or 10 different people. I kind of oversaw the small team and we would, we would like have a 30 minute segment on a weekly basis where we would discuss our universities. Um, sports and what's happening but we'd also run interviews so it was kind of a mixture of like a, a daily sports show with kind of a, a interview segment and we'd bring in different athletes from all over but I think what we try to do was expand it beyond sports and that was our big thing so we'd cross into like the realm of science politics other fields like just academics and, and how that impacts athletes so we really looked to broaden what sports coverage means and it was great we ended up even having some Olympians on the show, um, top athletes in the country, in Canada, of course, elite athletes, no matter where they were. So, yeah, um, it was a great time. And like you mentioned earlier that the sports uh, game is a little bit harder to get into as opposed to being a reporter. And how did that transition go about? How was that? How did that feel for you? Because for me, initially, I was reporting movies, but again, that is just as hard of a field to get into. And now I'm where I'm at today. That's a good question. I think it is tricky. And I had some mentorship that kind of helped guide me. So one of the big things that I was told was get into doing your own, um, like kind of be self-sufficient. So I started recording the radio shows we did and I started uploading those to YouTube back when I was in university. Um, And I heard from folks Steve Atkinson, who's the since retired anchor from 10 News, ABC here locally, he kind of mentored me to some degree. And he was saying, you know, I used to love sports too, but it's it's just such a difficult field and there's very minimal positions. So sometimes getting your foot in the door a different way can lead you to eventually do that kind of sports coverage, whether you're, you're doing it through pitches or whether you work your way up at a different company, if that's what you want to end up doing. Share with us your experience, you know, with KBBS San Diego, some of the stories that you've um, had. Uh, Share with us, like, some stories about what it's like to go out there in San Diego, uh, meeting different organizations and people. And you. I've met you, like, three times on the community. I think that's awesome. I think that's kind of a good representation, though, of the Speak City Heights role, being able to go out, and I just try and meet real people rather than I mean of course stories that involve politics you have to talk to politicians but I think meeting the community members hearing what what's going well and what's not going well for them is one of the best parts of the job that I had I covered a wide range of stories some that come to mind 
I remember doing something different and not, other, not a lot of other organizations were covering at the time, um, covering Ramadan and the end of it, Eid al-Fitr, I believe it's pronounced, um, and going out to Kalina del Sol in City Heights and seeing the large gathering of different Muslims from all over San Diego there celebrate and doing a story like that. And they were just so surprised, like, oh, like you're reporting on this. At first they were kind of weirded out that I had the camera, but I think at the end of it, they, they felt grateful that someone kind of saw them in that sense. A lot of other stories, let me see. Uh, oh, I always love doing stories that kind of revolve around kids and, and education. I did a really good one recently um, where this free summer camp was being offered to kids across different parts of the county, but I went to a school in Barrio Logan. And a lot of those children were actually experiencing homelessness. And you could just see the, the unity that they had, the friendship through this camp that they otherwise wouldn't have been able to afford either on their own or, or through their guardians or parents. And then as some of the features that I've worked on, the most recent one, a refugee and immigrant mental health program. And that kind of looked at how the county is being a leader in the US for providing free services to the large uh, refugee and immigrant population here through different uh, organizations. And then some other fun ones that stick out, I covered a circus in the City Heights, uh, that was a fun story of the lowriders in National City and, and them trying to, I guess, fight for their ability to come back, drive on the streets. And I did a really great esports story. Uh, that one sticks out as well, which was at Hoover High School and looking at how they had this really high-end uh, esports room and, and the kids were just so dedicated, even trying to get to college, some of them through scholarships, through esports. So those are some that stick out. But I think the biggest thing is you know, just covering the different groups in City Heights, because there are so many different ethnicities, there are so many different languages, and being able to cover all of them at different points in time uh, has been really rewarding for me. For you, who are the people that you look up to who have been a uh, huge help in your career? There's a wide range. Um, I mean, even within my own station, some of the more veteran journalists I, I do look up to. Um, John Carroll, he's been in the industry for a long time. He is such a great uh, a source of, of knowledge of how the industry works. Andrew Bowen, another colleague of mine, consistently great reporting. In a larger sense, I was able to work when I was in university with a pretty big internet personality now. His name is Nardwar. He goes by Nardwar, the human serviette. He interviews celebrities and musicians. And I had the opportunity to work with him and meet him. And he's kind of renowned for his interviews that he's able to just knows so much going into it and he constantly surprises people. So I think having that preparation and learning a bit from him is an inspiration. And then even people in a more general sense, I think um, if you know the show Hot Ones, Sean Evans is a great interviewer. They're not journalists in a traditional sense, but I think their interviewing ability and able ability to empathize and connect with others is really what I look to do in my role as a journalist while also taking some of the more traditional um, approaches that I can glean from my colleagues. And for you, what's uh, coming next in your career? What's going on next in the life of Jacob Bear? It's a good question. And I forgot to mention another big um, inspiration. Growing up, I always watched Barbara Lee Edwards on CBSH. She was the anchor for a long time. She recently retired. Um, but she was one of my inspirations growing up and why I wanted to stick with news. Uh, but for me, next, I, as I brought up, it's no longer going to be the Speak City Heights role that I'm technically reporting under, but I still will be covering communities south of Interstate 8 in San Diego. There's no specific beat that I'll be covering. It's across all topics, 
So professionally, I will still be at KPBS, still doing all of that. Um, I currently live in North County, but I just have such a passion for reporting on those communities. Outside of that, I'm going on vacation soon, which I'm excited about. <laughs> a short one, but much needed. About nine months married now, got married late last fall. My wife's just, thank you, thank you. My wife's behind me here. So yeah, we. she's doing her master's degree and working at the same time. She's working hard. So personally doing well, uh, professionally still loving KPBS and I see myself there for a long time. For this show, what it does is that it inspires different uh, people who are in a certain field. If I know people that listen are into the film world, they I will find someone who is working in films right now and then I'll bring him onto the show. If I want to bring in a singer, I'll find a singer somewhere in Little Italy, bring him onto the show. That's the way I work. For me, bringing you is a lot helpful for me because this is the same field that I myself have been thriving to be in for a while, as well as a lot of my other upcoming guests and even listeners. So I want to know what advice do you want to give to the people listening right now who want to be news reporters? How do they get into this field? It's tricky. There's a, a wide range of things. And to be honest, it's a lot of hard work and a little bit of luck, and sometimes a lot of bit of luck. Like, that, just thinking back on me applying to KPBS, I don't know exactly what made them choose my resume, but I had applied for so many other jobs and not gotten a single response. And then I was able to go through the multiple rounds of the interview process and make it. Um, the safest route, if you're trying to make it as a journalist, is smart starting in a smaller town setting. It's more guaranteed. Um, of course, there are what some people may see as downsides to that. But I think just on a, on a really foundational level, start creating your own content. I think that's what helped me. Going back to university, having the sports show, I was doing play-by-play uh, -play broadcasting, basketball and volleyball, and sometimes Canadian football, which is a funky sport. <laughs> Pretty much American football, but a little different. But then when I started incorporating video, then it made it a multi-platform approach. And then I think that, in sense, when I was applying to KPBS, was quite attractive because they're a multi-platform organization. So I think, you know, doing what you're doing, honestly, uh, having your own show. And then the other side to it is having connections that you can make. That's the trickier part. I would suggest cold calling or cold emailing people. I found success in that, relative success. You have to be okay with a lot of rejection. And that, that naturally happens. Um, you might not get a response on 15 or 20 emails, 15 or 20 calls. But that one person who responds to you asking to get coffee, that might be the person that ends up being your reference that gets you a job. And that's what happened to me. So just put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to ask for things. Because if you don't ask, you're never going to get it. But say, hey, I would love to grab a coffee. I find you as an inspiration for X, Y, Z. Don't overdo it. But, you know, be, be honest. Like, I look up to you. Um, wondering if you have 15, 20 minutes to chat. Happy to buy you a coffee. And you never know, they might give you really great advice. And on top of that, be someone that you can then use to leverage yourself into a career. Jacob Ayer, everybody. Thank you, Jacob, for taking some time off of your day to come and speak here on Kata Nation Studios. This meant a lot to me because I knew that a lot of people were seeing how did we meet when I announced you. And I am super thankful that you did this. And I hope it's not the last time, Jacob, if you're listening. And yeah, just finding opportunities, putting yourself out there is the best way that I've learned from everybody. Really, you just got to put yourself out there to learn and see, hey, maybe I do have a shot. 
but you'll never know unless you don't put yourself out there. Before we wrap this up, I do have three things I want to share with you all. As most of you know, I just came from Skills Pay Bills. You can listen to the whole podcast, follow at Soloka, or you can follow at Skills Pay Bills TV. It's a very fun story of how Kata Nation was born and the future of Kata Nation, like Kata Nation and Espanol, which is my next announcement. This Friday will be the very first podcast in Spanish on a separate website. Follow at Kata Nation ESP for Kata Nation in Espanol. The first guest, Lisa Lopez, comes to the show. If you remember season three, episode 17, Santiago's daughter, that's her. She's ready to talk about her life experience with the family, her success with the book, and when to expect a Spanish copy in the near future. And as for next week on Catanation Studios, Ask and You Shall Receive. Arte Hasta La Muerte comes to Catanation Studios next week. Mayra has been anticipating this moment for a while. I have been anticipating this moment for a while. And all of you listeners have been anticipating for Arte Hasta La Muerte. So that's all happening very soon. Get excited and take care, everybody. We our catenation. Oh, back when I was This was a Catanation Studios production. To get involved, go to my Instagram at WeAreCatanation. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts like this one, go to wearecatenation.buzzsprout.com.